Hi, welcome to the Emotional Stuff Podcast, hosted by Dr. Marcus Motley, clinical psychologist and positive psychology coach. Here you'll get powerful stories, techniques, strategies, tips, and targeted recommendations on how to effectively deal with anger, sadness, grief, anxiety, jealousy, fear, and other minor, major, intensely difficult, and disempowering emotions. Listen to the Emotional Stuff Podcast, read our blog, and begin to heal your hurt, manage your emotions, deal effectively with difficult people, handle stress better, and fully empower yourself to change and grow in the ways that you really want to. Dr. Motley helps you to remove the emotional chains that are shackling you. Hi, this is Marcus Motley with another episode of the Emotional Stuff Podcast. This is the show where we discuss the best tips, techniques, and strategies on how to deal with your emotional stuff. We recommend the best books you can read, the videos you can watch, and the tools that you can use to manage and then conquer your emotions. Sometimes we feature invited guests who will tell you their stories and how they deal with their emotional challenges and what they suggest for you. And finally, and most importantly, we answer your questions when you ask them. So send your questions to empowerme at hotmail.com. That's M-P-O-W-E-R-M-E at hotmail.com. Go to our website at www.emotionalshtuff.com and you can listen to past episodes or read our blog articles. In this episode, I would like to discuss the topic of what's in this for me. Many of you would have heard of the popular acronym WIIFM, and it is said that that stands for What's In It For Me. So there have been times in my life when I was caught up in some activity or project when I had to stop and ask myself, what's in this for me? What's in this for Marcus Motley? What benefit will I receive? What new information or skill will evolve for me? Will I enhance or build on my prior learning? What else will I receive? More money? Recognition? Emotional satisfaction? Maybe some unknown future benefit? Or will it be the bliss that comes from giving without expecting anything in return? The latter question is at the core of giving your life meaning and lending purpose to your activities and sacrifices. And so at that time, I had to ask myself those questions. I had to check my emotions with regards to how I felt about this activity, this project that I was involved in. Not only was I checking my thoughts, I was checking my feelings. Now, balancing the urge to give of self and provide community service with the need to make a living can be sometimes very difficult. I love soccer, and there was a time when I thought I played it reasonably well. At least, it is a game that I know a lot about, the rules, the strategies, the techniques, and the the nuances and intangibles of playing and winning a game. And to this day, I still follow soccer, international soccer, German soccer in the Bundesliga, uh, Spanish soccer, and definitely uh, British soccer in the uh, English League, English Premier League. 
in my own estimation, uh, back then, I was also a good coach. Therefore, back then, several years ago, I jumped in at the opportunity when I was offered a part-time coaching position at a public high school. Now, at that time, soccer did not yet have the public support that it now has in the U.S. It was a distant fifth or sixth behind American football, basketball, baseball, and even cheerleading. And the pay for coaches was a distant tenth behind all other sports. The athletic director and the principal had no interest in this game. I told myself that I was doing it for the love of the game and I was doing it for the kids who would benefit and those kids who did not have a chance to play soccer but wanted to. But it became so costly for me that I had to ask myself, what's in this for me? It was costly and it was impacting on my emotional self. It was also costing me to get to the school for coaching sessions. I had to use both the subway and the bus. Not only was it costing me money, it was costing time. It took me 90 minutes to get to the school for practice sessions. Then there were players there from very low-income homes who could not, who could not afford the cost of cleats, soccer shoes. And for some of them, I subsidized them out of my almost empty pockets. Can you imagine that? <laughs> After brief accounting, I realized that this was a philanthropic activity, a philanthropic activity that I could not afford. Was that the reason I got involved? No. So what was I getting out of this? Recognition? Respect? No to both. Future rewards? I could see none forthcoming. Was I unhappy with the situation? Not really. Would my departure negatively impact the team? Not if I handled it right. And so on that basis, I forced myself to make the best decision that fit at that time. I could afford neither the time nor the money. Yet it was not easy. It was not an easy decision at all because I loved the sport and I loved coaching these young players. And so my emotions kind of hampered me, kind of stopped me, made me hesitate to make the clear decision that I ought to have made. Now, if you were putting a lot of time and resources into some activity, business, program, or project, you must be clear about what is in it for you. What is your goal and what are your objectives? What are your expectations? What outcomes are you expecting? Are they realistic? Have you done your homework? You know, I once asked a client what was in his current love relationship for him. He looked at me as if I was crazy. He angrily replied that he was not looking for anything out of his relationship. Wow, can you imagine that? You are in a relationship and you have no personal expectations of benefits or rewards. Did he really not have any expectations? Or was he fooling himself? Of course, when you really think of it, we are all truly getting something at the front end or at the back end or at both ends. Your reward need not be material, 
but can be spiritual, social, psychological, or even philosophical. Or maybe you are putting something in the bank in expectations of a future reward. Maybe this is an investment. For me, with that soccer coaching experience, that was not an investment. Maybe it was an investment in the kids. And the only reward that I would have had would have been to know that some of them might have moved on to greater things in terms of soccer. So there are expectations that we all have. And if not, they definitely are benefits, or should be. There are things you want and desire. There are things that you demand. There are things that you need. And when these things are not forthcoming, then conflicts, disagreements, dissatisfaction, or emotional discomfort may arise. And notice, you may have a cognitive discomfort, but the emotional discomfort are the most powerful. Additionally, you may be getting what you want out of the relationship or the activity. However, the price that you pay to get what you want may be a bit much, as in the case of my soccer coaching experience. And you may be benefiting one way, yet this benefit may be siphoning off resources that you need for even greater goals. So you must compare and contrast what you're getting now versus what you might get later, what you're getting now versus what you're giving up. And sometimes the benefits are not necessarily material. The benefits might be psychological. And at other times, the cost may not just be material. The cost may be psychological and emotional. Now, sometimes the real issue is not whether there are any expectations, but whether the expectations are conscious or not. So we're talking about conscious and unconscious expectations. And with regard to our relationship, I propose to you that in many cases, we don't consciously think about what we want, or at least we don't think about all of what we want. We take it for granted that we have, quote-unquote, fallen in love, or that the relationship will be mutually satisfying or beneficial. We don't think about what's in this for me. You begin to think about, well, you know, what's in this for us? Now, if you thought about what's in it for you from a personal perspective, many people would probably not fall in love as quickly as they do. And we wouldn't enter into some other types of relationships that we are involved with. If we clearly and unemotionally thought it through, we would then be able to ascertain whether or not our partner is able or willing to fulfill or contribute to our desires, our expectations, our wants, our needs. This becomes even more powerful when we answer, what's in it for me? And then say to ourselves, okay, so I will benefit in this or that way. Okay, so what else is in this for me? Mm -hmm. Okay, this and that. And what else? And you answer, mm -hmm. okay. And you continue to ask, what else? Until you get to a point when you say to yourself, is that all? Or you might add, and what else might there be? And having gone through this series of questions, you can then make a decision. Nope, 
I don't think this is for me. Or you might say, yep, this is home. This is it. I am committed. No matter what your answer is, you will have explored the potentials and possibilities of the relationship. Or if it's an activity, you will have looked clearly at the potential rewards, potential awards, potential outcomes, and if they fit with your desires. It is also important to note that the answer to what do I want is a prerequisite to what's in this for me. If you know what you want and you know what you are most likely to get, then you are empowered to make an informed decision. And then take massive action to achieve the results that you desire. So what's in this for me is also a key question to ask in other areas of your life, not only in relationships. A friend once invited me to partner with him in publishing a newsletter as a business venture. He painted a very attractive scenario of the lucrative financial possibilities I was then, and still am, interested in any legal, lucrative business opportunity. Anybody would be. Yet, back then I was cautious. What was in it for me? What exactly was in it for me? He owned the printing press. He controlled the business operation. In other words, the subscriptions would be going into his bank account that he had already set up. I would be the writer editor. I would do the work. And even though he propositioned the offer as a partnership, he was unwilling to entertain a legally binding agreement with regards to payment, etc. He was unwilling to incorporate a new company based on our new partnership. We had been friends for a long time. And, you know, that might have been the problem. And he claimed surprise that our friendship was not enough to cement the business relationship. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what's in it for me? Hard work, long hours writing, and researching stories, editing, meeting deadlines. Specifically, what was in this opportunity for me? Lucrative financial possibilities? How much could we make and what percentage would I get? I propose 60%. He said that his offer to me would be more like, get this, 25%. So I saw how the dice was being rolled. He wanted the lion's share of the profits on the proceeds while I did the mule share of the work. Well, no thank you. I passed on the offer. And we kept our friendship. Well, kind of. So... As you look at your own life, as you look at things that you're doing today, what's in it for you? And what's in it for you from a material perspective, a psychological perspective, a spiritual perspective, and quite importantly, what's in it for you from an emotional perspective? Are you going to be happy? Are you going to be satisfied? Are you going to be pleased with what you're doing? Are the outcomes good enough for you? Does it fit into your goals? Does it fit into your desires? Does it fit into your wants and needs? What's in it for you? That's the question that you need to ask in various spheres of your life. 
Hi, thanks for listening to another episode of the Emotional Stuff Podcast, hosted by Dr. Marcus Motley. Listen, if you need private, personalized information, techniques, or strategies that are designed specifically to help you or a friend or a loved one, then please contact Dr. Motley at empowermeathotmail.com. That's M-P-O-W-E-R-M-E at hotmail.com. Or go to the website at emotionalstuff.com, emotional, S-H-T-U-F-F dot com, and leave a private comment or make a specific confidential request. Remember, you can always contact Dr. Motley for private and confidential coaching and counseling assistance.